a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in theory. An anomaly, properties undiscernible to me. This week, on the Million Dollar Plan, we talked to uh, Wendy. She's she's a member of a military family. She wants to move from uh, Ohio to California. And uh, we want to make that happen. And so many other things. And she joins us now. Hello, uh, Wendy. Hi, Pete. Uh, so you're a military family. That can mean a lot of things. It can mean you're the mom of a, a, a person in the military. It means you're in the military. It means you're, you're significant other. What is the exact uh, nature of you being a military family? My husband is in the military. He's active duty Air Force. Active duty Air Force. Uh, we yes. won't get into the details of specifically what he does, but I will say this. Thank you for his service and for sharing him with our country. Oh, thank you. It's always nice to drive by the Air Force Academy when you're in Colorado Springs and just see that's such a cool place, you know? I'm sure you've been there a million times, right? I have been there zero times. Really? Yeah. I've been to a total of three bases my whole life. Oh, well, I'll tell you. It's beautiful. (laughs) Um, So what are we doing today? What are we we hoping to accomplish in our time together? Okay, so I think that our financial situation, our life now is in really good shape, but the problem is... Um, he's going to get out of the military relatively soon, and we are going to move. Our plan is to move back home to California, where everything is insanely expensive. Okay. Um, and I'm just a little worried. We're both looking for jobs out there, but you know, he's in the he's in the in the running for two jobs potentially that he could get there, and he has a pretty good feeling about them. I've been applying for a while and still still looking. So my concern is that we'll move out there. We'll have to cut our income, you know, maybe by half, maybe more. And I don't know exactly how we'll make that work. So what's unique about your situation is right now, from an income perspective, if things just kept going the way they are and your expenses remain the same, you have a brilliant financial life. And, and I think that probably adds pressure to the situation, no? Yeah, I like having the financial life we have now. <laughs> I'm very used to it. It makes me feel very safe. Um, and if it changes, I just feel a lot of anxiety about that. So your gross annual income is $214,000 with a net monthly income of 11000 bucks. That's phenomenal. Uh, uh, and I would say especially in the Midwest, right? Yeah. But then yeah. you take that to a coast. And then, first of all, you're trying to figure out if you can replicate that. Number two, even if you replicate that, it needs to be more than that because the cost of living is so much higher, right? Yeah, I think a lot more than that. Yeah. What, so how does that break down? How's the two, four? Are you, are you working as well? I am. I would assume our members of our military, although they are important, are probably not making 214 a year on their own. No, not quite. So I'm making um, around 126 a little okay. more than that a year. His um, salary is around 65 but then okay. we also get um, base housing allowance okay. and some other, um, some other funds as well. So that brings him up to closer to 85 or 90 I always like when people say around and then the next thing they say is a very specific number like 126. Like it's like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, sure. Um, so uh, can, the nature of your work, I mean, you've clearly thought of this. I'm just curious. Could you do exactly what you do now out there or do you need to be where you are to do what you do? No, I can definitely do it out there. The problem I'm facing out there is I think one applying from far away is 
um, a problem. People okay. don't really like to see that. They don't know that why we're moving, really. Sure. And then the other problem is the market out there is very competitive. Okay. So finding a job with all the other candidates out there is difficult. What sort of field? I mean, you don't have to get super specific. Now, I'm just curious now. What sort of field are you in? I'm, I'm a lawyer. Okay. Am I being billed for this? No. <laughs> I'm just like I'm not that around. kind of lawyer. Oh, good. I was literally, I paid my retainer this morning. And you say, well, why does he have a retainer? Uh, he must get sued a lot. No, but I do have a lot of intellectual property. Moving on. So, um, okay, so um, this is sort of adding up in my mind. Do you think he could easily replace the income he makes in the military with a, a, a different job out there? Or is, is that the easy part compared to you trying to, to secure work? When we originally started looking out there, our assumption was that I would be able to find a job sooner. Um, but as it happens, I'm having a little more trouble. So the two jobs he's in the running for actually pay, they both pay around 130 Wow, okay. So but that, he would be making more. Yeah, so uh, 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 let me back up for a second. Why do you want to move out there? I, I know you're from our, there, right? Yeah. Well, he's from there. I'm actually from Buffalo, but all of our families live out there now. So... My sister, my parents, his parents, his siblings, aunts and uncles, everyone's out there. And so is it going to get a support system? Is that the, the nature of the move? Yeah, that's mostly the idea. We have two young kids. They're 18 months and three. Oh. And to my, in my mind, I just really like them to be close to my parents before, you know, just get to know them before they can't get to know them anymore. Sure. No, absolutely. Is it... So do you view this move as it's happening, we just have to figure out the logistics, or is it we'd like it to happen if we can figure out the logistics? Um, it's hard to say. It's, honestly, it's kind of in the middle, so we right. are proceeding as if it's happening. Okay. Um, but we're not, because we have, you know, I have him employed now, and he has a few months before he has to get out. We have a little bit of time, of the luxury of time. And then as a backup plan, we actually are also applying to jobs in another Midwestern city that we've lived in before that oh. we like a lot, where the cost of living is much more reasonable and comparable to here. Okay. Excellent. So we have a couple different plans in place, just in case. So not to salt your wounds, and not that there are any wounds, but I do want to say if we projected forward exactly what you're doing now, I, I want to take a look at what the result would be. And, and I know generally this would be a good thing, but I think in, <laughs> this actually ends up complicating your situation. <laughs> <laughs> you, you will be a millionaire on February 23rd of 2025. If you're, oh, so soon. <laughs> I, well, I mean, ellipses, if things stay the same, right? I mean, it's like you're putting $3,000 a month, all told, towards your future, right? Um, and you have 347000 Oh, you actually, let me correct that. You have about $347,875 uh, dedicated to long-term <laughs> savings. So, and then if we take this even further to say, well, what's that looking at age 67? You'll have, oh, I'm so sorry. What I'm about to do. You're, you're going to have $7.6 million. Right. $17,748 a month of income which will feel like $8,600 a month of income now. In other words, since you're saving $3,000 a month on your $11,000 net month income right now, you would live the exact same lifestyle <laughs> you live right now on your investments alone. Forget a military pension or social security or whatever else is available. And now we get back to reality. I know, we're messing everything up. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what though? I, I think... 
It, it, this is this reminds me of those situations when people say it's not about the money, and of course, people with money are really the only people that say it's not about the money. But you've put yourself in a position to make this decision. Yeah. And then we just need some pieces to fall into place, right? Yeah. I mean, it could. The problem could solve itself if I could somehow get a job. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. If you think about so, how much more? Okay, you guys make two fourteen now, and pick your city out there. Uh, North, Central, or South uh, California, uh, where Southern California, we we need to know how much more than two fourteen do you need to make in order to live the same lifestyle? Do you know the yeah, answer? Yeah, that was one of my questions for you. Is I have no, I mean, I tried to estimate it, but I have no idea if I'm doing it correctly. Well, uh, um, do we are we talking Southern California or Northern? Southern. Okay, so here's what I know. The way you make that financially work uh, is that you just move way the hell away from where you actually want to move to, right? Yeah. If, if you want to <laughs> have your life in Santa Monica, that means you're like uh, living in Pasadena, right? I mean, oh, God. Yeah. Right? And then I commute 10 hours a day. Right. I mean, and that's the nature. I have family that does that and, and work in Santa Monica, live in Pasadena. I mean, that's just what happens if you're not making an exceptional amount of money. Now, here's the thing. 214 in the Midwest is great. Right? You're a, yeah. a, a Midwest one percenter. Yeah. Um, out there, not so much. So let's look at some other factors in this. Um, how much do you have in, you have no debts, you have a car loan. At 744 mm -hmm. a month, what the hell is it? A tank? What, what, yeah. $744 <laughs> a month? What is it? It's a Subaru Forester. God, so many people on my show drive Subarus. It's unbelievable. A very practical car, Pete. It is. Jeez. And I'll say this. I, it's, my, it's for my husband, and I let him get it, or we decided he could get it. Yeah. Because I felt bad that I was basically making him get rid of the jalopy he's been driving since he was 16. Is, he does, loves that car. He took pictures of it before he gave it away. Does he say, like, cool pilot lines and stuff, being in the Air Force? Does he say, like, really cool things, like cool guys oh, would no. say? No, because then I think the actual co-pilots might beat him up. Oh, he's so, not a pilot. Oh, uh, so he, he can't act like he's a pilot because that's, you know, not cool. That would not be cool. My yeah. cousin, speaking of military, and for some reason I'm bringing this up. So we're, as we record this, we're in the midst of Harvey going on right now in Houston. Yeah. My cousin is a Navy helo pilot. He flies helicopters. He, as, as you and I sit here on the phone, he's picking people up off of, out of baskets. Uh, out of the floodwaters right now. That's crazy, right? Yeah, it really puts my quote-unquote problems in perspective. It really, I haven't complained about anything in like three days. Have you? No, I have. I mean, I felt anxious about this, but I've kept quiet about it. Cause, it's still yeah, a problem. I mean, it's all relative, right? I mean, so so you are renting now, right? Because, yeah. because yeah. you're a military family. Um, would you buy when you when you go out there? Or would you rent to get your feet under you? Well, our assumption until basically yesterday was let's find a house we can buy for less than the VA loan amount sure. so that, you know, we would put, we would still put 10% down, even though we don't have to, because we wanted to reduce the funding fee. Right. But then yesterday I started to rethink it and I thought, why add that stress? Maybe we just go out there, find some place that's not really ideal to live, but just rent it while we, like you said, get our feet under us and try and figure out what's happening. I would absolutely do that. I mean, okay. you want to, you know how, maybe this is you, you know how people tend to like get a new job, have a baby, get a new car, move all at the same time. You know how that stuff always happens at once? Yeah, we did that. I know. So do we. Like, <laughs> the same thing, it always happens. Um, 
you can prevent that by um, renting at least for a year while you're out there. Plus, you know, to prevent you from doing the whole Pasadena work in Long Beach thing, right? I mean, you you can maybe rent uh, instead of try to become a homeowner, which would then, of course, push you further east or north, right? Yeah, and that's the other thing, too, is we, neither of us has ever purchased a home before, so that whole process is also, oh. on its own, very scary to us. What's that show, House Hunters or whatever, where you could be, like, a, a bracelet designer, and he can be a basket <laughs> weaver, and you're like, our budget's $1.9 million or something like that? <laughs> exactly. I can't watch those shows. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so so I, I let's just let's try to rectify some things as they come along. I would one hundred percent endorse the idea of renting. Uh, okay. I, I think buying a house the second you get out there is a giant mistake. Too much pressure. Okay. Okay. Uh, I do wonder though, how much money a month do you really need to live? Because if you're making eleven thousand dollars a month, um, how much of that eleven thousand dollars a month are you not? Spending because it's not the whole three thousand because that that's coming out of the gross. So, how much are you, of the eleven thousand are you really living on right now? Yeah, so the eleven thousand is what we're what we're spending after we've contributed the three. Right. Okay. And so, then so and then I I actually did this Monday in preparation for this call. I went back and I looked at all of our expenses for the last yes. twelve months, and our average spend for the last twelve months was uh, a little over eighty six hundred dollars. Okay. Um, so twenty four hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, it would be the surplus, the average surplus. Yeah, but then I also looked at our average amount saved, and that was actually more towards 3000 and I think the addition is from a tax refund okay. and then some cash gifts sure. and something else. So so we were saving on average 3000 a month where, after we saved the 3000 to our retirement. Where can I get some of those cash gifts? <laughs> you could get really great parents like I have. Oh, man, I do have great parents. I don't see the cash <laughs> gifts. Um, so... Interesting. Okay, so so let's say eight thousand dollars, basically a hundred thousand dollars a year of Midwest net income, is is yeah. what you live on. Uh, so to trump it up, and I, I shouldn't use that to 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 uh, <laughs> increase that amount uh, for adjust for the West Coast, where no one talks about Trump, uh, I would say uh, I don't know. I mean, another sixty percent. Yeah, I mean, I think. Well, here's the other thing, too. Let's say I can't find a job right away. Then I'll stay home. The kids will stay with me. So that cuts out 2000 a month in daycare costs. Well, so you're, okay, Let's we got to make another adjustment here. So the yeah. $2,000 a month is in Midwest daycare costs. Right. Okay. Ah, dude, dude, <laughs> dude. Wendy, out there, you're talking, you're talking $3,200 a month. Yeah. Okay. I think that's right. So, so that that's good. It still it it still takes that eight thousand dollars in Midwest Midwest money to six thousand dollars now, right? Yeah. So then he would just have to net six thousand dollars, but then it would again have to be adjusted for West Coast money. This is like a a, a game of Tetris. I know. So his offers. <laughs> I at, a chart. Yeah. So his his offers at one twenty five. Is that what you said? One thirty. One thirty. And he would still have to aggressively save for retirement. I mean, would you have him max it out at eighteen thousand? Well, see, that's I. When I was doing the math, it seems like if he were to take that job at that salary, wouldn't we would basically just be paying for living? We would be able to save anything. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah, man, what a t- now you've got a hell of a start at at three hundred and forty seven thousand dollars in long term savings at only age thirty eight. I mean, that'll double three times. If you never added anything else to it by the time you retire, so 
350 plus 350 is uh, 700, and then 700 becomes 1.4 and 1.4. That's going to become 2.8 million on its own. Okay. Okay. How about that yeah. math? I was using my fingers and toes <laughs> there. Oh, uh, man. It's been a long travel week. Um, yeah, interesting. Because then by moving out there to get the quality of life you want, to get the support system you want, for you to, to be able to temporarily stay home until you find your gig, you still are then, again, sacrificing the long-term future to some degree. Yeah, absolutely. And to that end, I also, so when I did this whole project on Monday, I looked at every category where we were spending a lot of money and tried to figure out where we could shave a lot of stuff off. And? So I think that we can honestly, realistically, bring our spending down from 86 to 76. So bring it down $1,000. Okay, that helps. But we have to be really intense about it. Who's more, I, I, I get this feeling, Wendy, that you might be the intense one about this. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> and so who's the spender? Is your husband the spender or does he just do what you say? He, he does, he's very supportive. He does what we agree we will do, but I am always the one that has the idea of what yeah. to do and he agrees. <laughs> I like that. Um, but I mean, he doesn't spend a lot, and I try not to, but I buy everything for the house, so I am technically spending more. Are you saving for the kids' college right now? We are putting 250 per child a month automatically into their CFP. Yeah. And, I, and then our the cash gifts my parents give us are really for their college fund. Okay. Yeah, so that that's fine. I probably want to continue on uh, and not budget that out right okay. of the equation that was one of my questions yeah you've got thirty thousand dollars in savings right now and if you were to rent then you that wouldn't be down payment money but are, do you view that as future down payment money potentially which money the thirty thousand dollars in savings oh no we have uh, eighty thousand dollars in a down payment fund look at this look at the this so that thirty thousand really is if it hits Emergency. the fan yeah so you're yeah. you're good to go yeah, I love your situation. Like it, it's, it, it, this is one of those. It really isn't about money. It's if you can make the jobs work because I think you can probably adjust your lifestyle, at least for a few years. I mean, that's the other thing. You guys are young. The kids are young. Everything doesn't have to work perfectly for the next three years. I mean, it, it, you can have some less than ideal economic conditions and survive it just fine for three years. Yeah, I just hope I find a job sometime in the near future. Right. I mean, everyone loves yeah. lawyers. They love talking to them. You know, they, they <laughs> know. love telling jokes about we're, them. It's great. We're everyone's favorite. <laughs> yeah, we, we love them. Um, what else? Do you guys have life insurance? You know I'm going to ask that. Yeah. So we, I'm prepared. We have, uh, we both have life insurance through work. I have, um, what is it, 971. Okay. And he has the SGLI Max, which I think is somewhere around three. And then he, we because of your show, actually, we just applied for a term life insurance for a million dollars each okay he was approved so he has that and then my application is still pending did you did you mean to say and i don't want to mansplain this but did you mean to say that you have about nine hundred and seventy one thousand through work <laughs> we have i have nine hundred seventy one thousand. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then i assume since you uh have the ability to do this as an attorney uh, and, the, and the wherewithal and, and the knowledge if not you could seek the knowledge you probably have uh, f uh, final documentation, correct? We do. Although we haven't updated it since we had our second son, but yeah. our first set says, you know, all subsequent issues. So I think he's covered. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this is, this requires a leap of faith, does it not? A little bit. I need to be a little more comfortable with not having the level of saving we've 
become accustomed to, I think. But, but let's, let's be honest here. Sometimes we get lost in the shuffle of money and numbers. The reason you did that is just to put yourself in a position to make a decision like this. Yeah. Right? I mean, we don't do it for any other reason than so we can live life. And that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to improve your quality of life, not from a lifestyle standpoint from money, but, but with family and, and, and being where you want to be. Although the Midwest is pretty great. Yeah. I mean, we don't love it exactly where we are right now, but we really do love that other city we're looking at. So it's kind of a hard decision. If I was, so I'm in the running for a job there. He's in the running for a job in in Sure. In California. Well, I know and, where you're talking about. Right, obviously. I think yeah. probably, so, um, but, you know, if, if it comes to I have an offer there and he has an offer in California, I honestly don't know what we'll do. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, it's a nice problem to have, but I just don't know what we're going to do. Well, I, for what it's worth, I give you uh, I give you 10 out of 10 Peters. 10 out of okay. 10 Peters, uh, which is it's really unusual. Uh, I think it's great. Uh, you're doing a great job and uh, you just, it's going to require for a numbers person that likes details like you, this yeah. is a leap of faith. And I think that's what you're trying to get your head around. Yeah, I think so. So anything else I can answer for you before I let you go? Uh, okay. So for the VA loan, mm-hmm. let's say we do move out there. We rent for a while, which I think is, makes me feel a lot better. When it comes time to buy the house, should we put down more than the 10% that reduces the funding fee? and you know, save up more money so we can do that? Or do you think the 10% is enough? Um, you know, I, I'm going to give you a weird non-answer and I'm going to pre-apologize for it. I, I, okay. if, if it motivates you to save more towards the down payment fund, have at it. Keep going. Okay. Uh, fill okay. that sucker up. But then it will at least give you the option at the time. I don't think, let's say you move a few months from now, you're not going to buy for another year. Who knows what the real estate market and the economy are doing? Um yeah, I don't want to give you a set answer there because I just think too many things could change. Yeah, um, maybe you don't have the job you want. Maybe your income's not what you want. So you'd rather have a little more emergency fund if you want to view it that way. Yeah. Um, and there's, you're unlikely to get a 15-year mortgage out there, right? Oh, yeah. I think it's going to have to be 30. Yeah. So, yeah, there's just too many moving pieces for, for me to give that uh, answer. If everything's going swimmingly, like it seems to do for uh, your family, uh, from what you've shared with us financially, then uh, yeah, put more down. But okay. if if anything is less than ideal, then I'd probably just put down the minimum. Okay. And then related question, my last one, I promise. Mm-hmm. Oh, ask um, all you want. <laughs> so for this year, you know, I have that 9000 saved for the IRAs and I'm planning to bump that up to the full amount before the end of the year. Sure. Should I put it into the IRAs this year, or should I save that for whatever potential changes are coming? Put it in the IRAs. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, you have enough contingency plans, enough funds for this and that. I, I don't think, well, I do think you need to be aggressive of how much you set aside. I don't think you need to move too much of that money to the now. Okay. Right? I think you can still look towards the future. Okay, that's reassuring. But can you please give us an update on this when you find out more? I love I love to know what's happening. Yeah, I definitely will. So shoot us an email and uh, good job, congrats, and uh, pre-congrats to both of you for getting those jobs. <laughs> Thank you, Pete. I appreciate the help. My pleasure. That's it for this week's show. If you want to be on the show, be on the show. Go to petetheplanner.com slash podcast. That's an interesting situation. I love it. I love it, though. But it just goes to show you, and and man, I'm going to catch flack for this, but it goes to show you this. 
there are uh, elements of a person's financial life that are just naturally stressful, right? Maybe uh, having debt, not having enough income, bills aren't matching income. And then there's still stress associated with, uh, associated with good decisions or, or hard good decisions to have to make. They're in a good situation. They're trying to, to laterally move to an equally as good situation, but it's still stressful. Uh, fortunately, they've put themselves in a position to be able to make that decision. Uh, and I wish them the best of luck. And when I get an update, you'll get an update. That's it. I'm Pete the Planner, and I'm going to stop talking now. Goodbye. If you want to be on this podcast and have Pete fix your money life, then hit us up at PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. Log on. This is for information purposes only. This is not the Swiss financial planning device. Consult a financial divisor. Release from Everest, the fresh is fresh, and you can call me ET, word to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Uh, salutations, I bring you love, trying greetings from a faraway land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, try can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, Salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little, little star. I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world. Out of this world, spaceship on my arm took me home, filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol stronger than the Skynet and the Terminator. I push faders into warp speed, glide with ease, creating a breeze they call a black hole, event horizon, no rear view concerns. This I adjourn, I adjourn, I adjourn, this I adjourn, I Salutations, I bring you love, trying greetings from a faraway land. I am the sole controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, try, can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it?